Creative Pata Patai is an ongoing interview series showcasing creative people in Tauranga and the Western Bay of Plenty. Together we explore artistic influences, creative process and unique cultural perspectives. I'm Louis Bolton and today I'll be chatting with Connie Flores. You can learn more about Connie by visiting her profile on our creative directory at creativebop.org.nz and on her website www.wandererphotographer.com That's wandererphotographer, all one word, dot com. Make sure you check out both links and get in touch and say hi. So, let's get into it. Welcome, Connie. It's great to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> First of all, um, we were talking briefly earlier, and it's supposed to be summer here in New Zealand. Don't you find it a little bit cold at the moment? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But yeah, it's it's funny because I'm wearing all my, you know, uh, puffer jackets, and I see everyone like bare feet walking on the street. <laughs> and we've got to love we've got to love the Kiwis because they're saying no, it's quite warm. And exactly, you're, you're originally from Chile. Chile. Yes, exactly. So you're used to the hot weather. I'm originally from South Africa, yeah. so it's like quite weird, isn't it? Well, yeah, the weather is kind of similar, but we keep our jackets on for longer. <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah. Tell us a bit more about yourself as a creative person. What's your occupation? What do you do as a local artist? So I am a photographer. Uh, my passion is landscape photography, but I also do a bit of commercial photography and food photography here and there. Mainly now I'm running photography workshops and photography tours, things like that. Um, it's a lot of fun. I love it. And um, well, I have a teaching degree. So I studied education for four years back home and um, I'm basically mixing all of my passions in this business, The Wonder Photographer. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been in New Zealand and then how did you get about to becoming The Wonder Photographer? I've been in New Zealand for a total of four years, but we also lived in Australia for another four years. So the journey has been, you know, a bit longer. Everything started with uh, when we were living in Melbourne. My friends, well, I had a really nice group of friends that were photographers and they were all Instagrammers and they made me <laughs> create Instagram and I just did it. And one day I was like, what name should I, you know, put on my yeah, Instagram? And then I was, you know, between like the nomadic photographer or something like that. And then a friend told me, no, you should use the wanderer photographer because you're like a wanderer. You know, you, you love traveling and you love um, visiting new places. And it's like, you know, winging it kind of thing. So I thought, yeah, that's a cool name. And that was my IG handle. That has been for since then, like 2016. And then my Instagram kind of got bigger and bigger, um, you know, like more followers. And then when we arrived in New Zealand for the second time, so we used to live here before in 2014 to 2015, then we moved to Melbourne. And then when we came back from Melbourne, I said, you know, I just want to do, want to do, I just want to take photos. And yeah, it's been good so far <laughs> how important has social media and the, the likes of like instagram being in your progression in terms of being a photographer and actually getting to a point now where you are running workshops has that been have you was that a, a huge influence in your life or was it separate to oh, definitely yeah a very big influence in um everything i guess um just having people knowing who you are and you know liking your work then 
they want eventually they would like to learn from you so i guess it's been huge um although i must say that i i am active in social media as my business but in my private life i'm not very active so i know that social media has a lot of downside um sides and i basically i don't consider myself really into social media i'm not really looking another people like what other people do it's just i use it for my own benefit kind of thing and it's yeah. been yeah good so far we could definitely go down a rabbit hole and you know talk about the the pros and cons of that oh, but i mean definitely. in the beginning yeah. i think in the beginning it was a huge platform to get noticed and for people to follow you in and make contact with you and yes get business out of it Exactly. And sometimes not only business, like for example, now, um, I think it's called Rotorua Adventure contacted me and they were like, would you like to spend a weekend in Rotorua and do whatever activity you might to do? And, you know, it's, it's like, oh yeah, sure. You know, I've, we've done a lot of things for free and like we get some, you know, gear here and there for free and uh, I'm ambassador of like of a few brands. So it's, It's been, yeah, it's been amazing, <laughs> really. Like for me, yeah, social media has been very, very benef beneficial. It's a huge asset because you yes. can have the bartering kind of style business aspect of that. Yes. Showcasing your work and then becoming a brand ambassador for something. And exactly. And then, you know, We talk about freebies or whatever the case is, but there is a definite give and take. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's not that, you know, you get, get, get. You, you have to do things. You have to create content as well. Um, but yeah, not only, you know, the freebie part of things, it's also the... A business part of things because through social media businesses can see that you're a real person that you're committed you're already collaborating with other brands and it's like easier like you know like this hoodie here says nissi right so we are resellers in new zealand and it's it's been you know it's great and they sponsored us with the uniforms and everything so it's so they would have approached great. you through your following and through what you did And approach you to be a brand ambassador uh, or did you reach out to them? No, I reach work? out to them. Yeah, I reach out and I say, this is who I am. This is what I do. You know, um, if you would like to collaborate with me, let's let's do it. And I think, yeah, uh, with the Wonder Photographer, collaboration is a big thing. And now with like, even with other photographers, we're collaborating and running workshops together. You know, I don't do portrait photography, but I know people who are amazing and, you know, I teach them how to teach and I help them how to you know like put a workshop together and we run the workshop together you know collaboration is everything nowadays it might sound like very millennial but i think well i appreciate I, i appreciate that i mean i'm slightly older school and it's refreshing you know to have mm. the conversation and, and and to and to find out you know there's that old saying if you don't ask you won't get oh exactly and i think yes. i'm Some of the older generation, for certainly me, I get a bit fearful of going, oh, they'll never say yes to that, you know. Mm -hmm. So you'd mistrust your own work. What's an average day in your life at the moment? Oh, I don't have an average day. Every day is different and I love that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, sometimes I have private classes. Sometimes I have photo shoots. Yeah, sometimes I just do admin, you know, reply emails, send invoices, things like that, create content. So it's a freelance lifestyle. I mean, it's basically yeah. you, you working at your pace and what you have to do based on whatever workshops or whatever's in front of you. It's not like yes. a strict kind of, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Okay. So let's go right back to the beginning, Connie. Where were you born and what place feels most like home for you? So, well, I'm originally from Santiago, Chile. 
I lived there until I was 23 years old. Then we left and we lived on the Gold Coast for one year. Then we left and we lived in New Zealand, Christchurch for one and a half year. Then we went to Melbourne for three years. And of course, in between, we have traveled a lot. So we love traveling. Uh, we've been to Asia many times, um, Myanmar, Nepal. We went to Nepal for three months uh, in between and Thailand. Yeah, and all those places. It's really cool. We came back to Australia for a few months and then is when we decided that we fit more into a New Zealand lifestyle than Australian lifestyle. Is there We're a big a difference there? I mean, could you, I mean, if for someone who doesn't know, I've never been to Australia. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there a massive difference for you to be able to say that you fit it into a New Zealand kind of lifestyle versus an Australian lifestyle? Uh, well, I think the big difference more than between Australia and New Zealand. It's just like living in a big city and not living in a big city. Um, so we, well, and also nature, right? So in Melbourne, they have beautiful national parks around, but all of them are three hours away. And just getting out of the city takes you around 45 minutes. Whereas here, you just drive for 10 minutes and you're like, oh my God, look at that waterfall, right? So it's so amazing. Um, and we love hiking, we love camping. And, and here people are more laid back and we're like, yeah, you know, we're kind of hippies as well. So we just love this, yeah. We love well, this I mean, country. It, it's, we're very blessed. I know I'm very blessed to be living here, especially in the Bay of Plenty. So what is your favorite Bay of Plenty landscape, park or building or location, suburb? side street i mean you've obviously taken your photo your 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 camera out and photographed yeah. some amazing spaces and if there is a favorite why is it so special to you why is it well i guess there are many beautiful locations around right so the mound is really really beautiful but i guess my favorite one would be the redwood forest in rotorua so the fakarewarewa forest that's the right pronunciation. <laughs> I think it's not very common. So I've traveled a lot and I haven't seen forests like that before. So I guess for me it was something very unique that I hadn't seen in other places. And it also has like a really nice energy and feeling. I don't know. I just love it there. I remember the first time I walked into the Redwood Forest and I was blown away by the, obviously the size of the trees. Oh, yes, yes. But what got me the most was the silence. Yes. Was the absolute silence. Mm -hmm. And it was fairly busy. And I remember walking, the air temperature suddenly drops. Drops, yes. Because there's massive amounts of oxygen. And the deeper you walk, the cooler it got. And the absolute silence. Yeah. You could almost hear yourself breathe. Yeah. And I felt, I, I, I remember feeling quite, almost claustrophobic in a way mm. but relieved it was beautiful so yes. i can i can understand can it's a beautiful it's a very special place that we have on our doorstep yeah yeah Not three we're hours so away lucky. that's for sure we're so lucky and all the geothermal activity around rotorua as well is so unique i mean where else in the world would you see a house and then steam coming out like from you know from the backyard like that is so unique come on you you cannot explain that to someone back home no no, um, you have to see it to believe it to go. We have geothermal activity here because exactly. it it's it's it's, it's a, such an interesting concept. Yeah, and beautiful to witness. Exactly, it? and yeah, yeah, it's great. Okay, so if you went away from the Bay of Plenty, if you travelled or, or or for for a long period of time, and then you came back, what are the first three things you would do or visit? Well, for sure, I would go up the mount. That would be. My first one, 
I would go back to the Whakarewarewa forest. And the third one, probably... A secret one. Secret that nobody knows. Secret Come on. one. There's only, there's uh, only hopefully by then they will have the Omanawa Falls opened again. So I would love to go back there and take photos, you know. How do you find your your landscapes? Is it through travel? Is it through speaking to other people? Or is it literally just going on those hikes and seeing something? and Or going back to a place again and again and again and looking for a specific position that you can actually take a photograph take us through that process i think it's a mix of everything but the one that i enjoy enjoy the most is just by discovering like if i just go for a hike and you know find this beautiful place and just take a photo of it that's the most magical in a way for me Uh, of course there are many popular places that you see in others photographers profiles like instagram profiles and you're like oh where's that i want to go there and you go at the same time you take the same photo i mean it's never the same photo because the colors are never the same and the clouds are never the same but still um it's the same place right so it's a nice photo but it's not that unique but when you know you just go for a road trip or whatever and you just open to see any beauty like it's it's different and the photos have a different feeling as well of like oh what a nice coincidence i was driving through here and the cows and the you know the uh, rolly hills look so beautiful and the sun was just on that position and it's just a beautiful moment and a beautiful coincidence that you know no one can replicate do you sometimes go off the beaten track to go and find something or is it pretty much on the track or the sights and sounds that you actually see around you beaten track a lot i love that um and that's why i think hike hiking it's very a very important thing uh, for my photography as well in new zealand is a bit hard now i guess because i've been to many many places and most of the photography places are known and everyone you know knows them there's a lot of good uh, landscape photographers in new zealand so yeah it's it's easy to you know one place gets really popular right away but when i go overseas i think it's totally different i just you know go with my camera open mind and i just of course there are places that i put in my bucket list what do you think i'm going to shift gear slightly and just bring it back to the bay of plenty and that what do you think is missing or lacking from your Bay of Plenty sort of community and environment. I mean, you know, the podcast is one thing where we're learning about creative people in this environment. I think it's very important bringing Mm -hmm. us together to have these creative conversations. But what do you think is lacking or missing? Anything? Um, Well, I guess after living in Melbourne, I would say that kind of community sense you know that more activities or cultural activities that bring people together um yeah like concerts or festivals like food festivals that would be really cool and i think we are very multicultural so it's not that we lack that you know like we we can definitely do it yeah i think also you know having come from bigger cities and your background it's a numbers game as well it's just the sheer size and the sheer the volume of of people but having said that, I agree with you. I think it's yeah. important to have those sort of cultural community get-togethers, whatever that may look like, yeah. for knowledge share, for sense of community. Yeah, or like not only cultural, but it could be, you know, like uh, about music or, you know, having more uh, gigs, you know, in town, things like that. So anything that is gathering people, I guess, like similar I mean, your interests. Workshops, your workshops speak to that in a way, <clears> because <throat> that is a cultural gathering. 
Yeah, loosely. Definitely. So you're getting people together yes. who don't know each other. You've never met them. Yes. Um, and yeah, you're sharing knowledge and that's a sense of community, which yeah. you obviously love doing as part of what you exactly. do aside and from the photography. Yes. And that's a big thing for us as well as a business. We we put a lot of effort into creating community as well. So we run meetups and photo competitions and things like that. So people actually now we have a really nice core, like a group of people that they know each other. And, you know, every time we go to a photography adventure, like last weekend, we went to Hellsgate. So we had a, a sunrise photography tour and then a breakfast together. So I usually include those little things like having breakfast or spending time not just taking photos, but just knowing each other. It's so important because, you know, for me, so I, I did um, photography diplomas, but when where I learned the most was with my friends. So having people around that have the same interests is actually the best thing you can do to improve and the best thing you can do to have fun. Like, you know. So important. It's so important mm. to have that sense of community and yeah. your tribe. You've exactly. Built yes. Built your tribe yes, your where tribe. you where, where you're learning from others and sharing your knowledge. Yes, exactly. Connie, where would you like to live, but you haven't yet? Oh, China. Right. Tell me yeah. more about that. So um, I have always I was always so curious about China, and um, in 2019 I decided to go alone in a six week trip. It was really amazing. And people were so nice, so kind. Like, I went out for dinner almost every day because people would just invite me and I tried different food. And they, one time I was um, struggling to buy a, um, like a metro t ticket. And a lady came and she bought it for me. And she said, like, don't pay me back. And I was like, oh my God, really? Like, people are so kind. And I think the reason why I love it even most is because... Many people have a lot of um, like judgment towards like some Asian countries in general, and I think it's it's so opposite. Like you know, I think that's one thing about travel, and I think you'll attest to that is that it takes the blinkers off when you realize yes. the world is a beautiful place. Yes, it has its dark side, but it's mostly light. Yes, yes, true. China, hey? Yes, Interesting. yes, okay. and the landscapes are amazing. Like. Oh my God, the best photography places. Yeah. So that's one of um, the goals for the Wanderer Photographer in the future, you know, when we have um, the borders opened again, would be to run photography workshops overseas. Because, yeah, I've, I've been to many places and basically doing photography trips. So, and I've met people and it's been, yeah, amazing. So I would love to bring people with me to experience the same things I've lived. Stunning. Yeah. What's the biggest problem about life in New Zealand at oh. the moment? And, and if there is, if there is or isn't, how would you solve it? A problem? Well, I think we are very lucky to be here, to be honest. When you're born in one place and you've lived there forever, it's easy to see all the bad things that can happen. But me, that I'm coming from Chile, you know, and at the moment they have a big po political crisis and also you know covid crisis like everywhere else yeah the fact that we lived freely you know without lockdowns for a year and that i i'm still running my business and i'm still surviving and you know the government has really helped as well is uh, there's nothing but to be grateful you know 
I'll second that. Um, we are very blessed and very grateful to be where we, yeah. you know, where we are as a as a, a small island nation. Yeah, exactly. And with COVID, of course, this there will be a crisis everywhere, regardless, you know. But I guess we're in a very good place. Yeah, I mean, you know, we could obviously go down a rabbit hole there, but it does, yeah. you know, COVID changes a lot. Yeah, it's it it's it's a shift. Everyone. Yeah, is now under that yeah the world has changed the forever the world has changed yeah. you know and it's how we pivot and move forward especially as creatives who you know still want to do what we want to do travel is going yeah. to look different and how does that work and which people do you have to meet and how does how does it look in the future it's, yeah. it's and it's exciting and daunting at the yeah, same time you we know just need to adapt adapt yeah okay cool so in one sentence can you define art what oh. it is for you that would be the expression of your inner world. Your expression of your inner world. Yeah, I get that. That, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when uh, I got asked that question and it's completely subjective. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know people will look at your f- photos and go, yeah, I don't like that. Or, mm-hmm. I love that. And it's sometimes as a creative to put your work out there. It's an expression of who you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's why art, you know, you have to be open-minded to everything because, yeah, it's just so, I don't know. Do you <laughs> have, I mean, you know, you said you've got your little, your, your, your tribe. Are there people that you look up to that you, that you, um, that you take knowledge from in your, in your, in, in your little tribe that you, that you travel with? Of course. I mean, the, you mean like mm. the students? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Now I'm very close friends with many of them and it's, yeah, I'm so grateful. Like they're amazing people and I've learned so much in, you know, many different ways. And it's, yeah. Those, so. those students that come to you, what, what word of advice would you offer an aspiring creative person, either your students or any creative person that's listening to this podcast going young or old that mm-hmm. wants to pursue a creative career? What would, what would your piece of advice be? Just do what you love. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't matter what people say, what they think, you know, just be true to yourself. Do what you love. When you do things from a place of love, then the outcome will always be good. I love it. I love it. What's your dream of happiness? Dream of happiness. I don't actually believe in such a thing as happiness. I think that... um, Happiness is more like a state of mind where, you know, if you look for that excitement all the time, it's going to be an endless journey. Like you, you're never going to find it because life changes and we have good days and we have bad days. Bad things will happen to you and good things will happen to you. And many things that are out of your control will happen. Like there are more things out of your control than Especially in your these, control. in these circumstances. Exactly. Yep. So... You know, if you are always looking for that excitement, you will always be frustrated because life is not like that. So for me, it's just finding that inner peace. Like that is what makes a difference because that stays with you regardless of the good times or the bad times. That is something that actually stays with you, not the feelings of good and bad. You know, you're feeling good, you're feeling bad. Feelings come and go. They're just visitors. But peace is something that actually stays if you find it so it's a it's a lovely analogy and i mean it's it's something that I, you know in these 
times and this climate that we that we live live in you know i was reminded also by someone quite close to me of like when you see those gray skies that it can be quite heavy and quite down yeah. But just remember the blue sky is right above it. It's always there. It's, it's always, always there. Yeah. Which alludes to exactly what you're saying. It's like the visitors come in as their feelings. Yeah. But the happiness is the state of mind of Yeah. It's always there. It's always there. Yeah. Cool, man. Okay. <laughs> is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about yourself? Like anything exciting coming up, coming to the end of twenty twenty one, heading into twenty twenty two? Um, well, just, you know, uh, we're running um, basic photography workshops for the people who are keen to learn every month. So basically, it's the last Saturday of every month. So if you guys are keen, um, just go on to the website, uh, wanderphotographer.com, and you will find more dates there. We're always um, scheduling more like photography tours and adventures. So yeah, or other workshops like astrophotography, um, long exposure. We just ran one with uh, Carolina Ferbe. She's a really good um, portrait photographer. She does a lot of artistic portraits and we run a workshop together. So we're planning to, you know, like schedule some more dates with her um, for people who are, you know, keen to learn how to edit, use Photoshop with their, you know, skin retouching and things like that. We have a Facebook page as well, uh, The Wanderer Photographer. So we have all the events there as well. So folks, that's Connie in a nutshell. I mean, we could go on and on and on, but please go and check her out on her her website. I think it's worth um, exploring if you're a photography nut and you want to get sharpen your skills and maybe join the tribe, check it out, wandererphotographer.com. And make sure that you check out her profile on creative directory at creativebop.org.nz. Connie, thank you for so oh, much Oh, thank time. you. It was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this Creative Patapatai podcast. Creative Bay of Plenty is here to ensure arts and culture thrive in Tauranga and the Western Bay. Our non-profit organization is passionate about celebrating sense of place, the creative process, and a growing community of artists, makers, producers, and performers. Creative BOP can help accommodate your creative projects and events, provide mentoring opportunities, and support your innovations, no matter how big or small. Our friendly team will help you achieve your creative aspirations with experts on funding, promotions, and more. Best of all, our services are free. Find out more at creativebop.org.nz. Creative Pata Patai, the podcast edition, is made possible thanks to the support of Tauranga City Council, Western Bay of Plenty District District Council, Mood Media, and creative producer Kendra Stone.